Welcome back, Wrestle Nerds. Victor Villain here. Let's see who making their way to the ring. It is I, JP Savage. <laughs> Mischief, you heard? Oh, my guns, my gunners. Let me tell you, we got another shooting the ish, and this time, oh, it's more special than ever. Ladies and gentlemen, he's got New Japan Pro Wrestling on fire right now. Swaggle. You bet your ass you're going to see a show on the 4th. He is the IWGP United States Champion. He is Murder Hawk Monster Lance Archer. Talk to him real quick. What's up, guys? Y'all doing all right tonight? Sir, yes, sir. How are Hell you? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good, man. Oh, I know you got to be hyped as we are, man. You, you doing? You want some big things coming up? Yeah, man. It's it, it's pretty exciting times. You know, this is gonna be my sixth uh, Wrestle Kingdom to be a part of. Amazingly, actually, if you count the tag team stuff, this is the fourth time I've gone into the dome as a champion. But the first time as a singles champion, and it's uh, me and Mr. Moxley, and we're gonna do some uh, crazy things, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Ooh. we cannot wait. And li- you just there's just so much to unbox there now. With, with you said this is your fourth Wrestle Kingdom now, and you, we all know that this is their big show right. that every year. And, and how does that feel for you, man? Like, how does it feel? Main, it's it's like it's a different crowd, right, than all the other shows, right? Right. It's like like I said, it's actually my sixth Wrestle Kingdom. I said my fourth going in as a champ as a um, champion. Um, you know, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom, you know, New Japan's business, you know, I started back in 2011 with the company and, you know, every year and like actually my first year there with the company, I didn't get to be a part of Wrestle Kingdom, uh, for that time that I was there. So it was actually a disappointing time in that very first year I was around. Um, and, you know, fast forward to the next year, 2012, uh, going into Wrestle Kingdom, uh, that next year was the first one I got to be a part of. Um, you know, in every year that I've had a chance to be a part of uh, Wrestle Kingdom at the Tokyo Dome, it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, the business that New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling is doing in Japan alone, you know, every year they've quoted their highest uh, profits ever. You know, and now the company is starting to spread across the world, you know, the United States, um, the UK, you know, they're doing stuff in Australia. They've got a strong relationship with CMLL in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Most so the stuff. things that the things they're doing are just bigger and bigger and bigger, and they're getting more and more and more international fans that are traveling to Japan, kind of like a lot of fans travel over here to the states to go watch WrestleMania. We're getting more and more that are coming in to Japan just for Wrestle Kingdom, and this year there's two nights of it, the fourth and the fifth. But the only night that matters is the fourth because that's when I beat up John Moxley. <laughs> yes, so yes, so now you brought up WrestleMania. Right. And you're not a stranger to that either. You've actually performed at WrestleMania, I believe it was yeah. 26, right? Yeah, I think 20. It was in Arizona back in 2010. So, okay. How was that experience like? Uh, I mean, it's awesome in the sense that, you know, I mean, I was just a part of a pre show Battle Royal, and this is, you know, before the network and all that stuff. So right. it's, it's on the DVD, or I'm, I'm sure maybe if you watch it on the network, you might be able to see the pre show Battle Royal. I don't know if they even added it. Um, but, you know, for me, just to be able to, uh, you know, all the time that I've spent in the business uh, leading up to that point with WWE and to be able to lace up the boots and walk down the ramp and just to get in the ring, you know, I, it, was, it was a really, really cool experience to be out there in Arizona, um, you know, where the Arizona Cardinals play and, 
and just to see, you know, ultimately there was about 72,000 people there and there was probably wow. about 50,000 that had filed in at that point. Yeah, just really cool, really special, even though it was just a pre-show battle royal. And it con- it's very contrast to what you see in, in, in at Wrestle Kingdom, right? Like, it's not the same audience type, per se, right? No, no, not at all. I mean, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling is, is truly strong style pro wrestling. Um, you know, our... our company and our matches and our, our titles and everything are held, I think, at a higher standard in that sense. And, you know, it's based around the sport and the, the fight aspect of, of pro wrestling. You know, we, most everything that we do are who are the champions and who are the challengers. We have lots of factions, you know, with Suzuki Goon, which I'm a part of, uh, Chaos, obviously Bullet Club that, you know, people around the world seem to know at this point. Um, you know, so there's different strong factions that exist for a long time. Um, but you know, like I said, you know, it's, it, it's all about the champions, you know, the, the two, two nights are going in for somebody's going to be a double champion at the end of it. Somebody's going to be the heavyweight champion and the IC champion. Um, you've got the, the never titles on the line. You've got the U S title on the line. Uh, the British heavyweight title is going to be on the line. So there's a lot of titles and that's pretty much all the dome is about, you know, WWE likes to do their night of champions, but our night of champions truly is at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm. What has been your favorite match to be a part of at Wrestle Kingdom? Oh, man. I, I don't know how to really comprise them all and to say one specifically. I, I, I guess at this point, I would just have to say the first one. simply for, Yes, sir. Uh, because it was, you know, me and Smith, we just mm-hmm. gotten together as uh, KES. We were, right. just had become tag champions a few months earlier. We were defending our titles against Sword and Gun, which was Goto and Carl uh, Anderson, um, mm-hmm. you know, at the Dome. And we actually su- successfully defended them in the Dome. Um, and I think that might be one of the last times the tag team titles were actually successfully defended at the Dome. Um, <laughs> wow, so, that's crazy. So, you know, it's one of those things. That, it's just the first one. I got to ride a motorcycle into the Dome. I got to do a bunch of cool stuff. So, you know, I, I guess you just have to say that one. They've all been special. They've all been cool. Uh, but, you know, that first one, I just guess, to this point, you know, this one coming up is going to be pretty damn special because it's a is single it, title. Yeah. Do you still get that, like, like that feeling, those nerves before you go through the curtain? Yeah, in a good way. It's not like, oh, shit, I got to mm. go out there and this is going to, uh, something's going to go wrong. It's just like, oh, damn, this is, this is going to be cool. You know, I mean, every <laughs> nice. time that I've had a chance, like I said, getting to ride those motorcycles into the dome and, you know, just like uh, two years ago when, when Smith and I came out as the champions against Evil and Sonata and I had 12 b- water bottles in my pockets and tried to douse the entire crowd on my way out. <laughs> I had lots of fun doing that. So, you know, the nerves are, are there, but they're in a good way. Well, we had lots of fun watching you with Davey Boy, man, because you two behemoths together, bro. Mm. And just the fact that you both are technical wrestlers and, and, and could go. Oh, he's, and he's, he's, much, he's, much, he's much more technical than I am. <laughs> but the combination worked fantastically, man. Uh, and especially the, how you guys towered everybody. Well, yeah, I mean, that's not a lot of guys that are 6'5 and 6'7 in this business anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. You were out there taking heads off. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, they're not in this business because somebody murdered everybody, right? <laughs> everybody, <laughs> hey, everybody dies, right? There you everybody go. Dies. There you go. So, you uh, that Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> Lance, you've been everywhere, man. All, and you've even done some TNA work, mm-hmm. All Japan. What mm-hmm. separates New Japan Pro from everywhere else you've been at? I mean, it, for me personally, it, it's been the best part of my career. You know, it was the, the first time that I was with a company 
um, that just was more about wanting me to be the best version of myself that I could be. You know, I've, I've said this before in different interviews, but they always said, you know, I'd, I'd go have a match and I'd come back and they'd be like, good, very good, but more big, more strong, more monster. You know, I always <laughs> heard that time and time again, nice. more monster. Um, so it was never a point of, you know, I, I, I loved my time at TNA. I loved my time in WWE. Uh, well, I wouldn't say love, but I was there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got the check. Regardless, regardless, you know, there was a lot of, you know, okay, you can do this, but don't do that. Okay, you can do this, but don't do that. Uh, no, don't do that. You know, there's a lot more, you know, restrictions in that sense because there was agendas towards different people in different situations in those companies. Whereas when I first got to New Japan, Especially when I first got there, there was very few foreigners, very few gaijins that were there, you know, right. uh, Matt Bloom or Giant Bernard or Tenzai or whatever you might know him as, you know, from back in the day. He was there. And then Carl Anderson was there. Uh, Prince Devitt was there. You know, Tama Tonga was still kind of a young lion. So was Fale. He was still kind of a young lion. Um, you know, so there were very few actual foreigners there. So I had a prime opportunity when I first started there to be something big and special. And, and they wanted that. They wanted that bigger, stronger monster. And, you know, I, I never came back from a match and they went, ah, yeah, don't do that. That's too much. I never got that's too much. They always got, oh, that was great, but more. You know, and so <laughs> for me, that's, that's, that's the difference is they always wanted the best out of everybody that stepped out there in the ring because New Japan Pro Wrestling is, is very highly touted as being some of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, and to be able to exist in that environment and be a part of that environment for the last eight and a half, eight plus years, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the fact that I've been able to be a part of that and work with some of the best wrestlers ever in this business. And it's consequently, it's made me a better wrestler, a better person, and, and, you know, in this business. So New Japan Pro Wrestling is just one of those companies that just they bring the best out of everybody that steps in that ring. I mean. I would, I would tender to say, you know, I'll, I'll put him out there. AJ Styles, who has absolutely always, always been phenomenal. He found a different gear when he came to New Japan Pro Wrestling. He was always oh, yeah. an amazing wrestler. But when he came to New Japan Pro Wrestling, he found that fight that I don't know if he had before that. And now you see the success he's having in WWE. Um, and I think that's because of what he found at New Japan Pro Wrestling. And everybody that's ever come through New Japan Pro Wrestling, if they've left, they've left a better wrestler. Mm. Are you excited that NJPW is uh, coming stateside? I mean, you've got to be, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've, we've already done several things stateside. You know, a uh, really cool moment. I got to work, you know, in front of my home crowd, family and friends and people who'd seen me wrestle my entire career right wow. here in Dallas, Texas when we did the G1. Yes, um, yes. And now, yes. With, now with New Japan of America, they're going to be doing more and more and more stuff. I mean, they've already announced it. Uh, with the New Beginning USA, which is actually going uh, side by side as far as tour is concerned with uh, uh, the New Beginning tour that's happening in Japan. And this is the first time they've done that. So they're ramping up their American tours and their American uh, uh, visibility and things like that. So you're going to see a lot more New Japan Pro Wrestling in the States. And there's a lot more to come that, you know, I can't announce just yet. But that's right. one they have announced. Man, so so bet, that means... More Lance Archer here in the States. Oh, well, yeah. damn right it does. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, man, to your point at that, uh, you're no stranger to gold, man. Uh, mm -hmm. IWGP tag titles, NWA tag titles. You're the U.S. title. You're the U.S. champ right now. Mm -hmm. um, matches with Okada. I mm -hmm. mean, 
they, they, they put their trust in you, man. I, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to be seeing you do a lot of a lot of main event work coming soon, right? Oh, well, in, in the that, state, that's, state my, side. that's my plan anyway. You know, I, I think it's been an interesting fun ride in 2019 for me because I don't, I don't know if New Japan knew what to expect when they put me in the G1. And I knew that I had to do something new and special and different and, and adapt or die kind of situation. And um, like I said, everybody dies and I sure as hell didn't want to. So I, I decided to change a little, change my game, change my ways, change Hold my up. style, change my image, do a lot of things to try to catch people off guard. And it's, it's done a decent job so far. Mm. Amazing job. Uh, was any title reign that you've had uh, any harder than any other, or maybe a uh, better yet, did any, responsibilities or expectations come from any of those reigns like promotion side well you know i mean i mean especially like i said with new japan pro wrestling um when they put titles on their as they say players uh, uh the wrestlers over there um you know there is always a high expectation like i said the the brand that is new japan pro wrestling like i said across the world is considered some of the best wrestlers in the world so when you're when a championship is put on you whether it be in a tag team or a single situation um i, I think there are very high expectations so every time that you know smith and i had our tag team titles they expected big and high things from kes and we always went out there and always tried to deliver you know we had four three-way tag match title situations with uh, G.O.D. and War Machine. And there was a lot of negative chatter on the internet about, oh, God, we got to see this match again. Oh, God, we got to see this match again. But, like, each and every time that we went out there and had that match, after the people watched it and after they gave reviews, they were like, man, that was better than the last one. And this, yeah. you, know, you know, even though they were always like, oh, man, this match again, and we did it four times in a row, um, every single time. I, I was proud of the fact that when we came back, you know, and people watched those matches, they went, well, I didn't know what to expect, but man, that was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And like every single time we did that, that that was kind of a pat on all of our shoulders that we went out there and did that, even when people were not too happy that they were having to see the same match again. So you had, you know, three teams, six guys that were going out there and busting their ass to prove to the world that we we're all damn good wrestlers. Well, that's what it's about, you know. I mean, so you can do that. That's that's just talent. And right. you can never have too much of a good thing. That is a lie. People just <laughs> right. Need to- they need to sophisticate their palates, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> JP had a little bit of the bubbly tonight, yo. How you feeling? Hey, I'm feeling I'm feeling fantastic because you know why? Apparently, everybody's going to die on the fourth. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, right, right now, it's just going to be John in my sights. You never know what happens next, though. Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. Oh, man. So, it's just going to be fire. So, so, Lance, I have a question for you, man. Um, What's up? You, you, you being a gaijin, um, mm-hmm. in, in the industry, and, and especially mm-hmm. such a traditional company like New Japan mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling, how was that transition for you? Um, you know, like I said, because New Japan was always so supportive and wanting me to be successful, it was a good neat transition. You know, and I, I, I went in there with a you know humble heart and you know mouth closed and eyes open and ears open and listened to the veterans that have been there and you know, the guys that had already been there and, you know, took everything in and tried to learn as much as I could every single time that I stepped out there. Mm. Um, and that's helped that transition, you know, and, you know, my, my brutish style, I think, translated well, and, you know, finding myself and finding that monster and, you know, from running around and spitting water at everybody to chasing <laughs> babies and making them cry and, you know, just bringing a fire that, you know, they hadn't had in a long time. And, 
Um, so that transition was, it's never just an easy one, but it was a smooth one considering the people that were helping me out and I was learning from. So it was, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't hard, but it definitely was a, a learning process the entire way through. Mm. Who beat you up the most? Like who's your wrestle dad? <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody beat me up. Come on, man. You know who you're talking to? <laughs> Get this shit right. I had to make sure there's no wrestle dads picking on you, man. You had to hold it, hold it down. Yeah, we're not talking about Juice Robinson here. We're talking about Lance. Right <laughs> now, nah, but well, to Vic's point, yeah, who were the who were your like mentors? Like somebody that kind of helped guide you. Like yeah, who could who under uh, your wing, their wing, and helped you out in that, in that situation? I mean, without you know killing the uh, the business, um, you know, I, I had a lot of matches as a singles player prior to KES coming together uh, with Makabe, and you know he's mm-hmm. a very old school, hard nosed kind of stone cold esque type guy in in Japan, and he and I had a, a several matches, single matches against each other in the G one and you know, different uh, pay-per-views and stuff like that. So learned a lot working with him and then, you know, put KES and I together or Smith and I together as KES. And we worked so many matches with Tenkozy. Uh, I would say we probably had at least eight title matches against them and you countless number of, you know, house show matches with them and stuff like that. So, you know, they kind of helped in essence establish KES as the dominant force that we were. And, you know, we worked with them for so long, and they're such legends in Japanese wrestling, um, you know, Tenzan and Kojima, that, you know, mm. couldn't help but get better by working with those guys each and every night. <laughs> I was like, oh, what happened? <laughs> Lance, um, you're not, your, your returns to the ring were quite amazing and entertaining, to say the least. Uh, you had some friends on your side, but... When you came back with Suzuki Gun, it was cut short due to injury, and you had a herniated disc that you uh, mm-hmm. you had surgery mm-hmm. for. Uh, now, personally, I know how how frustrating it is to mm-hmm. um to be hurt at the wrong time, at the worst right. of times. Like how 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 much did that injury affect you mentally and physically um, on your time off and for your comeback? Um, you know, it's one of those things where obviously it was the first time I'd ever experienced any kind of major injury in, of any sense where I'd had to take some extensive time off. Um, first and foremost, New Japan took extremely good care of me when, when it finally got pushed over the edge and I had to have the surgery in Japan and everything. Um, you know, mentally it was one of those things, you know, I had one doctor telling me I should retire and then I had another doctor telling me, oh, you'll be back in six months. So it was like, all right, wow. I'm going to find the end. I'm going to find the in-between in that. And for me, it was always a motivational factor. Yeah, well, I mean, it was one of those things where I wasn't going to risk my livelihood or or my life or my family and and just just to get back in the ring. I was going to be smart about it, and I was going to gauge my body how I recovered, you know, in a smart way and make a a smart decision in the end for the simple fact that, you know, if, if I didn't recover the way I had recovered or felt I should be recovering, then it was one of those things where I wasn't going to push just to get back in the ring, just to be back in the ring. Um, but, you know, I had got on my side and, and, you know, did all the right things. And, yeah. you know, I, I researched a lot of things of what not to do, you know, that would hinder that recovery and things like that. And, and just really focused on that. I had a lot of good friends and family over here. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. His, his uh, wrestling name is Dirty Andy Dalton. He's a, he's a Texas boy. He's an amazing kid. <laughs> 
um, he, he organized like a benefit show for my, you know, for me with my family in my hometown and just stuff like that just helped wow. motivate me in such an amazing and cool and positive way that, you know, I, I didn't want to let them down. I didn't want to let myself down, you know, and, uh, I've been blessed by so many people and by God in so many ways that I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can to get back in that ring, but I'm going to do it the smart and right way. So I never got depressed. I never got down. I got motivated and I pushed myself, you know, I only spent one pure month out of the gym and then would wow. get, I got right back in it. And, but like I said, it's, it's smart ways. I, I found what I could do and, and I pushed myself just enough to keep move forward, but without pushing myself so far to push back, you know, where I, I fell back and, and whatnot. So, like I said, I, I saw everything as a challenge and as inspiration and as, uh, you know, uh, a way to get myself back to uh, as close to 100% as I possibly could be. And like I said, I had such an amazing support system between family, friends, and God that, you know, there was absolutely no way that I was going to fail. Wow, badass, man. Yeah, that's, badass. And, th and that's the smart way to do it. I mean, that's why you've been around for, for 20 years, uh, 2020 on July 20th. Woo, or so. that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. 2020. Yo, I'm sorry, man, but when you were explaining your story, I'm picturing Steven Seagal on the time to kill. <laughs> like, just the rehabilitation, the, 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 oh my God, the drive. That's and I mean, the support. Man. I'm just glad, court, man. I'm That's just glad I wasn't. Thing. I'm just glad I wasn't in a coma and woke up with that bad beard. <laughs> but it still worked for him, though. <laughs> he left with the nurse. Yes, he did. He did. Really. Oh man, but, uh, That's amazing. Serious, serious surgery, and badass. Oh, yeah. You got that done, and you did your thing, yeah, man. man. And not for nothing, man. Better than ever. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's a beautiful thing that the support that you mentioned that you received in in your hometown. That's oh, yeah. paid. That's due to the dues and the ways you've impacted people's lives on a personal level by that entertainer as well. So, what you got planned for the twentieth? Talk to us, cause you look like you go for another twenty or thirty more. <laughs> <laughs> that what? Shoot, if I can do that, that's okay. But I, you know, I don't know if people want to see me <laughs> that long. <laughs> twenty more years, I'm like, oh, you might want to hang them up, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you still killing people out there? <laughs> saying, well, keep braiding that hair. Keep killing people. It's all good. I, 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 unless it goes back to an old school style where we can work a headlock for ten minutes, I, I don't know if I can hang around <laughs> for twenty more years. These these kids are insane, man. They do we'll some do some crazy world cool of sport things. like. You know, <laughs> working moves, working hand locks and shit. Might, like, we'll do it. I might have to go get that NWA power hour and work the old school hey. style. Hey. So, hey. Have you, have I mean, you, you paying attention there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I love what they're doing. I'm not knocking NWA at all. I've got friends yeah, yeah. there that are killing it right now. Yeah. Tim Storm is a great friend of mine. Been oh, around man. Texas for many, many years. Worked with him. I've had several really good, good matches with Nick Aldis. Obviously, James nice. Storm, you know. That's, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, boy. With my time at TNA, Ricky Starks, that kid who's got, Ricky he's got Starks more, per, he's got more personality oozing out of his veins than anybody I know, you know, so yeah. they've got an amazing product over there. So don't, yeah. don't take that as a knock. I'm just saying. No, no, not at all. Cause no, not at all. We're big fans. I was going to ask you. The women. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you if uh, you'd be interested in uh, playing over there at power. <laughs> right now, like I said, New, New Japan's all good. And unless they get a relationship going again, I'm good in New Japan. 
Right. Yo, mischief out here trying to get him in trouble, bro. Remember, everybody <laughs> dies, bro. Don't no, 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 no. <laughs> a working relationship, right? Of course. The, the NWA is just starting. I don't need to kill everybody and kill the promotion this year. <laughs> <laughs> right, let him rock a little bit. Let him rock a little bit. Yes, yes. Thanks. You, you mentioned the, the, the young guys a bit, but mm-hmm. you you faced up with, with Osprey a bit, man. You got a classic with the homie, man. How was that? Man, you know, Osprey's one of those guys. He's one of those kids, man. If he doesn't get injured, he is truly one of the absolute best in this business and will be one of the top stars no matter what company you're watching. And he's one of those guys, like, he, he's like AJ. I've always said that if you had a bad match with AJ or if you have a bad match with Will, there's something really wrong with you because those <laughs> dudes are so damn good. It's it's hard not to have a good match. And you know, Will and I had an amazing match uh, back in the New Japan Cup in March of this year that kind of changed people's perceptions. They went, wait a second, Lance Hoyt can do, or Lance Archer can do this. And, and then, uh, you know, going into the G1, that opening night, uh, you know, the first, the first actual G1 match and G1 climax in the United States, in Dallas, Texas, in my hometown, with my Jesus. family four, four rows back. And he and I went out there and did something that, you know, I don't think a lot of people expected to see. And, oh, you know, it was one of those Jesus. things where getting to, step, right. getting to step in the ring with him and then, and then to win in 2019 with the claw. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's just, it's, it's just cool with all the crazy, amazing things that guys do, guys and girls are doing these days to go out there and, and, and win my opening match at the G1 Climax with the claw. That's all awesome <laughs> cool stuff, man. Who do you like to watch? Who do you like to see? Like, just just watch their matches and just watch them put their art on canvas. Man, that's that. There's so many out there right now. That's like, you know, if there was one product that you were watching, um, then I could, you know, narrow it down to one guy. But then you you got WWE, which has, regardless if you like their product or not, some of the wrestlers they have are some of the most amazing in the world. Ricochet. Who oh, I think is on TV right now is 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 I killing. He's amazing. Yep. <laughs> AJ AJ Styles has been around as long as he's been around and still truly phenomenal. Can put on um, a classic you know, any moment. You know Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, I don't even know if they've even scratched the surface of what Shinsuke could truly do, considering what he was doing in New Japan. Um, yeah, you know, you've got. If you if you're gonna come over to New Japan and what we've got, you obviously you've got the Okadas, you've got the Jay Whites, you've got the Tanahashi's, who in my opinion is truly one of the best ever in the business. You know, I don't care what company you've ever watched from what era you've watched, truly one of the best ever. Um, mm. You know, obviously Will Ospreay. Um, I'll throw myself in that little bucket there. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Juice Robinson. I mean, I can't take anything away from that kid. You know, and I mean, the plethora, the Naitos, the Sonatas, the Evils. I mean, everybody just brings such a cool, different kind of a flavor to the to the game. And then, um, obviously, you've got AEW and everything they're doing with the Chris Jerichos, who's just time and time and time again reinvents himself in a way that just makes this business fun. You know, and then obviously they've got the the Bucks and Kenny Omega and Cody and the emotion he brings to AEW. Sammy Guevara, Texas boy that's tearing it up right now. Um, tearing it up. Uh, Frankie Gazarian, who I've been with, you know, in TNA Ooh. back in the day. Him and Scorpio Sky are the inaugural tag team champions over at AEW. I mean, the, the list just goes on and on. And like we are just talking about NWA and with what they've got. And then you start looking around the world and all the amazing talent in the UK and the CMLL and the Australian. And just, I mean, it's, to ask me who's one person I watch is almost impossible because there's so many. Yeah, that's a lot. 
<laughs> wrestling, yeah, wrestling is at a boom right now. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. Who has been your favorite person to work with? Just your favorite, uh, you know, there could be a couple, there could be, you know, whatever. But who do you enjoy? Like, who do you really enjoy just being on in the ring with? Well, I mean, I, I, you have to throw Will out there just because mm-hmm. of how well our matches have gone the last couple times we've worked together. I mean, AJ Styles, a guy, another guy I mentioned, mm-hmm. um, one of my favorite matches in all of my career was working with Abyss in TNA back oh. in 2005. Oh. We had a fun match at a, um, 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 Sacrifice was the name of the pay-per-view. You know, it was one of those things where it was uh, the two giant dudes went out there and did stuff that, again, nobody expected him to do. So um, working with Abyss back in the day, it would be so much fun to see him pop up on TV. I know he's there and on the backstage area, but it'd be fun to see him show up and, and be something special, you know. Um, oh, man. Again, you know, working with Tenzan and Kojima, all those times that we worked with them in tag team situations. And, uh, oh, man, so, there's so many guys. It's such an exciting time to be a fan, just like you mentioned. You know, it, right. wrestling is just exploding everywhere. Um, I'm really excited to see what New Japan has to bring to the States. And and mm. how will that product... I mean, I know there are things, you know, you can't fully flesh out or whatever, but how right. will that product differ from, from the NJPW product in Japan? Well, it's not. That's, that's the cool part. We're going to bring New Japan Pro Wrestling to the U.S. You're just going to see... I think you're going to start seeing more guys um, that you haven't seen kind of in a full-time New Japan uh, uh, arena, you know, in Japan, because we're going to start adding guys. There's a kid who just worked his first match for New Japan, um, uh, Alex Zane. Um, oh, yes. Come, yeah, you know, oh, he just boy. came up. He did He did the L.A. show, and, um, you know, I am guarantee you're going to start seeing him on some more stuff. Okay. Uh, another kid, another Texas boy named Barrett Brown, you're going to start seeing him on some more stuff. He just worked mm-hmm. the Lions Cup that they just did out there. Um, you know, and then, like I said, because like this next tour coming up, the USA New Beginning is happening at the same time that New Beginning is in the, in Japan. You're going to see guys from Japan being brought over into the States and you're going to see guys from the States being brought over to Japan. But because there's split crews, you're going to have to, you know, kind of vary it as to who you see when you see them. You know, recently the way they've been doing it is they just run a USA stuff uh, kind of in between the New Japan tours that are happening in Japan. But there are so many tours that are so long in Japan, it's hard to do that on a consistent basis. So what they're going to do is they're going to start giving the U.S. fans more and more product. Um, And that just means they're going to get to see more of the Japanese stars that they see on TV. And they're going to start seeing new stars, new new American and Canadian and U.K. stars that are going to start showing up on these uh, uh, American tours that may have may or may not have shown up in Japan just yet, and then they get their feet wet in the states, and then they start showing up in Japan. So it's opening the doors to actually more wrestlers, and you're going to see more of it. But you're going to see New Japan Pro Wrestling, Strong Style Pro Wrestling. It's not going to change. It's not going to be any different. It's just going to be an expansion. But more more so, New Japan. Um... I want to say exclusive events, not more so the partnerships with like other companies like ROH and stuff like they would do before in the past, right? Right. No, this is, you know, almost solely New Japan Pro Wrestling. I mean, New Japan does a good job of partnering with companies around the world and helping oh, yeah. expand not only themselves, but the business as a whole. So, you know, there might be some ROH guys show up once in a while. You might see some CMLL wrestlers show up right, right. there. Um, they're going to bring some guys from the UK over and so on and so forth. So 
like I said, their working relationships uh, continue to go. But like I said, this is going to be a New Japan Pro Wrestling produced show. It's not going to be, you know, New Japan and ROH like it's been in the past. It's just going to be New Japan of America. So awesome. NJPW has, they've got a strong sense of the stable and the mm-hmm. factions out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to see uh, some of that here or maybe not? Or we're going to see bits and pieces of it? Are, are you talking about, uh, are you going to see those factions themselves? Or are you talking about like new factions created? Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything. Yeah, because I figured if, if we're going to see Bullet Club, right, we'll see like maybe what? like two or three guys or whatever come through for, for a tour. Um, But will there also be, yeah, those U.S. exclusive clubs that maybe go, right. go over there eventually? You know, I, I, as far as the U.S. exclusive, I don't know, because like I said, New Japan of America is just now starting up. So there's the, there's the absolute possibility of that. But you are going to see, like, when when considering there's 400 Bullet Club guys now around the world, <laughs> you're, you're gonna see you're gonna see some Bullet Club guys come over and work the New Japan of America. When Lij isn't a part of whatever main storyline that's going on over in the, the Japan, you will see Lij, um, Suzuki Goon, like I said, Minoru Suzuki, myself, Desperado, Taichi, all of us. You know, if we're not a part of something that's happening during that tour in Japan, you will see them in the U.S. Okay. Um, cha- you know, chaos. Obviously, you know, uh, it's gonna. You're gonna see the guys from Chaos show up. The, the Godos and the Ishis, and the, the uh, obviously the, they'll have the Okadas come over sometimes. Even though Okadas, you know, always in the main storylines over in Japan. Um, but you're going to see everybody. It's it's not going to be you know you're not going to be deprived of anybody. It's just going to be at different times. Different guys are going to come in different eras. And that makes it that much special too, because I mean, you can't always call it right. Right. That that surprise, the element of surprise is always going to be there. Right. Awesome, Are we going to awesome. see KES again? Ha! <laughs> That's a great this, question, Jay. This this in this business, the one thing I've really learned is you never say never. You hear a lot of people say you hear a lot of people say, oh, "I'm never going to go there and again. I'm never going to work with that guy again. I'm never going to do that again." And then if they stick around long enough in this business, they end up doing it again. So I would never say never, you know, as far as I know, Smith and I, we don't have any bad blood. You know, it was just a business decision that he made and a choice he made to go and do. And he's killing it at MLW right now. Yep. There's uh, another company you're talking about, you know, MLW and Impact. I didn't bring them up a minute ago. And, yeah. And they're doing well doing right now, work. obviously. Doing very well. We actually saw Davy Boy win the Opera Cup live. Yes. Doing yeah. work. And we also saw him at Bloodsport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shoe fight. Oh, my yeah. God. That yeah, was so, intense. And that's yes. why I asked the question, because there I say, both of you guys right now are at the top of your game. Right. I mean, it, it's incredible since the, the, you were teamed up two years ago, and you guys are even better than ever now. So to see you back together again, that would be something to watch. Oh. <laughs> like I said, you, you never say never in this business, but right now Smith is out there doing his thing and, and tearing it up, and I'm doing my thing, and I'm tearing it up. So that's right. we'll see. Speaking of tearing it up, one of my favorite things about you, okay. specifically, is how you fuck with the crowd. Okay. <laughs> the more shots of crying children there are, <laughs> the happier I am. Yo, has anything fucking out of pocket ever happened? Like any fucking just random weird interaction that you've had with the crowd when you're out there fucking with them? You know, no, the the Japanese crowd is amazing, amazing by that sense because they the children still run in fear and the people still 
split like the Red Sea, you know, whereas in the, in the, in the States, the same three-year-old's giving me the finger and, and Japan, that kid's crying, crying and wishing he'd never come to the show. And so, you know, that's the good part about being in Japan is when you start messing with the people and, and stuff like that. And um, a fun little tidbit, uh, uh, I scared a child in Hiroshima. And when I got back to the locker room, I had a message from Tai Chi and he's like, hey, my friend, don't do that. Oh, with, with, with a big laughing emoji. So it was, it was one of Tai Chi's friends' babies or something like that. So ah. I, I, scared, I scared her. I scared her pretty good, you know. So it's it's actually something I look for, you know. When I when I head out into the crowd, you know, I'm looking for that kid who's showing just a little bit of fear. You know, I don't I don't know if you saw the match that uh, Suzuki and I had with God, and if they even showed it. But there was a little girl that just, I mean, full on dead sprint as fast as she could around the arena. <laughs> and just, it, it was awesome, man. But, you know, that, that's the cool part about the, the Japanese culture, too, is that uh, they have a, a, a creature, a demon, a, a character called the Namahage. And the Namahage's specific job is to scare children when they're young so that they learn to overcome fear and then they become productive adults. That's, wow. so that's, wow. like the that, that's my role. I'm the Namahage. You're the Namahage. <laughs> And you're always going to make money with that shit. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Character change, 2020. We're going full Namahagi, face paint, yep. fucking flamethrower. I'm in. <laughs> I, I, I don't think Namahagi is a flamethrower. No, I don't, I don't know, man. Make him a rock star. <laughs> That's cultural appropriation. Yes. <laughs> Lance, how 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 hectic is this the, the travel schedule for you now? Like how mm. how how often are you moving around now these days? Um, you know, this last year has gotten pretty insane, which has been great. Um, you know, with everything that's gone on, the G one tour is always one of the hardest tours that they produce because it's over a month long. Um, but they take really good care of us and, and travel us well, and with bullet trains and flights and stuff. This tag league tour we just did, we did like 16 shows in 21 days, um, and and wow. the off days and the off days were mostly travel days. So it wasn't like you were just off and chilling at your hotel or whatever. It was off and sitting on a bus for nine hours. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it gets pretty intense. And you know, then I came back on Monday night and then had to go out to Chicago for Warrior Wrestling on Friday. And I, I took a couple shows off for the rest of the year just so that I could prepare for. To kick John Moxley's ass, so that's what I'm hey. doing. Right now. Word, word. Hey, ha <laughs> Any, anytime. Any, you coming to the East Side anytime soon? Uh, East Coast, Jersey. Um, as, as of right now, I don't have anything set up. You know, like um, I think the closest to the East Coast, <laughs> uh, New Japan is coming right now because we just did that East Coast tour. You know, a, a couple months ago or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we're gonna hit uh, North Carolina uh, in January, or February, early January, or February. No doubt, okay. North okay. Carolina, stand up, hey. sit down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, Lance, I want to thank you for your time, man. I don't want to take up too much more of it. Amazing time with you tonight, but we like to close off each and every interview with a round of chair shots. It's okay. a lightning round, and Mitch is gonna give you some some questions, hard hitting questions. Um, whatever comes to your head, you know, and mischief, take it over. Vic, shut up already, bro. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. All right, Lance. What is your favorite cheat meal? My favorite cheat meal? Uh, pepperoni with pepperoni pizza with pineapple and jalapeno. Yes! Oh! Yes! Slow that up. Lance, you what, and I are twins, my friend. <laughs> what oh kind of pizza? Oh, my God. Like, New York like, style or cheat dish? 
I'm a I'm a I'm a thick pan deep dish type palate, but Ooh. but I'm not turning I'm not turning down any pizza. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Let's do it. Here it comes. Um, what's your favorite movie? Oh man, uh, let's go with Aliens. Oh, classic. Um, if you could have a superpower, what superpower would it be? Ah, uh, Superman. Just all of his. Okay. All of his. <laughs> Let me get what he's having. Um, <laughs> person you want to meet, either real or fictional. Person I want to meet, real or fictional. Is that the question? Yes. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Ooh. Nice. Worst purchase you've ever made. I'm sorry, say that again. Worst purchase you've ever made. Worst purchase I've ever made. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't I don't spend my money on stupid things, so ah. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I can't even think of really something that I'm just like, oh man, I wish I'd never even touched that. I don't know, just some bad steaks. I don't know, <laughs> some bad steaks. Yo, instant regret when you get food from somewhere and it's mm -hmm. so far. Mm -hmm. oh, That's so the worst feeling. Yeah. What's the dumbest way you've ever been injured? The dumbest way. Um, Where you're just somebody... like, I can't believe that happened. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. I. You know. I just. I think I was doing a leg drop one time and I put my hand down and broke my thumb. Oh, oh no. Wow. Yeah. Like I jumped really high and I was coming down kind of awkward. And I put my hand down and broke my thumb. So I was like, oh, son man. of a, although I, <laughs> like although, although I broke my hand on the chair that I punched with, uh, with juice in that title match. And <laughs> oh, no. shit. oh, word. <laughs> oh shit. It was fun to do, but it, it hurt like, it hurt like a bitch. Afterwards. <laughs> oh, Wait, I have a question. Best steak, Japanese or Texan? Oh man, that's that's hard to answer, man. I I I, you, I, I feel had, like you would be the one person that would right. would have the right opinion on this, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you you there. It's hard to beat a big thick Texas ribeye. Mm. It's hard to beat that. But you know, mm. Kobe beef steak, man. Mm. Oh man, if you mm. go over there and you have a sponsor that's paying for it too, that so you're not you don't <laughs> have to see that deal. Shut the shit down. And they put that Kobe steak right in front of you, man. That's mm. hard to beat. Mm. Fat ass masa, real quick. <laughs> masa, masa's not taking me to any Kobe steak places. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'd, I'd have to give him all my t shirts for him to take me to Kobe steak. <laughs> oh, man. What's, uh, what's your favorite sports team? Uh, the Well, unfortunately, they're in LA now, but the Chargers. The Chargers. Okay. Nice. Am, am I wrong in thinking that you played a little football yourself, huh? I, I, or do you yeah, were a quarterback. I mean, I, yeah, high quarterback. school. Quarterback. Yep. 6'8 quarterback. Yeah, you know. I can God see over damn. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet you in high school, your linemen wore like 5'10". <laughs> Most of them, yeah. But I was only 6'5 <laughs> in high school. Okay, so only six five. Oh, excuse six, me. Five. <laughs> only. <laughs> I still can't see over you behind in the movies, yo. Like, <laughs> uh, for you, what is more important, the face or the heel? For me, it's I'm, I guess the heel, man, just because mm. a good heel can make a great baby face without even trying. Um, mm. you know, you, you can be a, a, a subpar baby face. And if you got a great heel, 
and he can get that crowd so mad at him or her um, that they want that other person to kick your ass, doesn't matter how good they are or not, then, yeah, I think to me, you know, and, and that art has kind of been, in my opinion, lost a lot in the business. And I think this this culture of the PC culture, which that's the fun part of being, being in Japan is like I can chase the people and scare the kids and things of that nature. Whereas in the States, you know, everybody's so ready to sue and, and, and you know, mm. you know, they don't come to the shows to be entertained anymore. Sometimes they come to be a, a part of the show. So it's right. it's harder to be a heel, I think, these days. But if you can get a good heel like. MJF is a great example of somebody who is killing it as a heel. You know, he goes out there and he cuts those promos and absolutely everybody in that audience, they, they respect and appreciate him, but they absolutely hate him. And, you know, he's one of those guys that if he gets out there, you know, the, the, whoever kicks his ass, they're going to be happy they, they're doing it. That's oh, true. absolutely. Anybody gets over just that facing MJF. Sad. Easy. Um, no, so needless to say, that's your favorite role to play. <laughs> My favorite role is to be that big bad monster that everybody's afraid of. So, hey. um, who's your favorite heel of all time? Favorite heel of all time? Yep. Oh man, uh, maybe just a Bruiser Brody, somebody like that. Who wow. Just, like, he just he just went through the crowd, did not give a damn, and you either man, got out of the way or you got hit in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he was fucking with that Puerto Rican crowd, and that shit ain't crazy. That ain't well, that didn't, that didn't work out so well for him, did it? <laughs> it <laughs> Unfortunately, it, well, the, the, the sad part it wasn't the crowd; it was it was a, it was unfortunately the promoter. Yeah, 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 that, worked, yeah. that's wild. Well, all I know is Ric Flair learned from that because uh, that's why he dropped yeah. his title to uh, Jack Benano in BR. Yo, yeah. you dropping, Benet? Always. Yo. I have to. I'm Dominican, it's, Lance. It's, I have to put my people up there, bro. It's him and Walter Mercado. I don't know who's winning right now. I'm, I don't understand. <laughs> um, what a, Lance, do you have any, like, pre-show rituals, pre-game rituals that you just kind of work through at, before every show? Uh, not necessarily rituals. I mean, I say a prayer every time I go out, before I go out. You know, nice. because, you know, without God, none of this is possible, um, you know, and that's what I truly believe. That's my faith. I'm not shoving it in anybody's face, but that's how I feel. And that's what I believe. Um, so that would be the only one that I really do. I pray each and every time I ever step out in the ring. Mm. And uh, what's one message you want to leave your fans with? Uh, everybody dies. <laughs> you say all that. I just, I, I, well, yeah. hey, it's true though. I just gotta be last. <laughs> oh my god! You've never gotten to the end of that sentence. Oh my god! That's... Hear the end of it. It's everybody dies, but I gotta be last. I like that. I saw. All I gotta be is last. So that transition, though, good lord. <laughs> hey, hey, there's a there's a duality to man, and that's me for sure. Hey, there's, the, there's a difference between Lance Hoyt the man and Lance Archer the murder hawk monster of course of course right. <laughs> but not by much right no well <laughs> depends on depends on if i've eaten and what day you catch me on oh shit and you have not eaten yet so let's get thank you so much for your time man thank you so much man we appreciate it looking yeah, forward to seeing that. you perform man. thank yeah. you man. I can't wait you guys having me on yeah, man, can't wait to see Wonderful, you man. kick Moxley's ass on the fourth. That's yeah, right. right. He got it coming, that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> a pleasure, man. Many blessings to you and your family, man. All right, guys. Y'all Happy, have holidays, a good night. Man. Happy, Happy holidays, man. Happy holidays. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year.
Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you guys, too. All right, take care. Later, guys.